Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello, ladies. Happy Monday. Welcome to a brand new week. Um, I am going to come back into some of your questions that I've been getting sent. And this question in particular, I think, will be really, really valuable for a lot of people who are perhaps either thinking about embarking on a new path, starting something new, um, perhaps that's a new career, a new business, and you're wondering how to actually get yourself to that place where you feel confident, you feel like the expert, um, you know, you're feeling really positive and high vibe about the new path that you are on. Um, So this question actually comes from somebody who is very new to the coaching space and they are newly qualified coach and they're ready to start working with paid for clients. However, one of the things that's kind of really holding them back is that feeling of, I'm not the expert yet. I'm right at the beginning of my story or my journey rather. And I'm, I'm certainly not, you know, the expert or the influencer within my niche. Now, it doesn't matter whether you are a coach or maybe you are looking to pursue a a completely different path. I think a lot of what I want to share with you during this podcast today will hopefully really benefit you because the important thing, no matter what your journey is, is that you are keeping yourself in alignment with who you want to be, not with who you are right now, okay? And keeping your vibration high, keeping your beliefs aligned with the beliefs that match the reality you want to create, okay? So it doesn't matter what we're talking about. When it comes to the law of attraction, the rules are always the same. And when it comes to manifesting your best life, manifesting success, manifesting clients, manifesting more confidence, the rules are always the same, okay? So what I'm gonna share today will apply no matter what sort of path you're pursuing. But I'm gonna refer it specifically to the person that sent across this question and you know about manifesting clients and creating success as a new coach, even when you're not feeling like the expert. So let's just... Talk about one thing I just mentioned, this this idea of just keeping your vibration high. Okay, so if we're kind of in that position where we're not feeling like the expert, we're not feeling quite good enough yet, we perhaps feel the weight of responsibility of taking on something new. You know, if we're thinking about coaching others, sometimes that comes with a lot of pressure to get them a certain outcome, to get them a certain result. And all of those thoughts and feelings can feel quite heavy. Just think about it for a second. If you are new as a coach and you're thinking about getting clients' results or, oh, I'm not good enough yet or perhaps I don't have enough expertise yet or maybe they'll ask about how much experience I've got, those are quite heavy negative thoughts. And when we sit in that space, we are not putting ourselves in the energy to really show up for our clients in the best possible way and manifest the results that we desire. So we need to shift our perspective, okay, from being the seeing the beginner as something negative to actually seeing it as a positive thing, 
Okay, and so something that I find really, really helps is to actually just embrace the concept of being the beginner. Allow yourself to have fun in being the beginner. Allow yourself to make mistakes and to get things wrong and to, you know, and to stumble along the way. That is the beauty of being the beginner. A really good example of this is whenever I watch my daughter or my son trying out new things. So my daughter's just got a bike recently and she's kind of learning how to ride it and I watch her going through the park and she falls over and you know as long as she doesn't hurt herself most of the time she just sort of laughs and gets back on it again you know the same for my son he's kind of like walking around crashing into everything and you know he stumbles over and he he's laughing he's having fun and he doesn't care what he looks like nor does my daughter they don't care that they're falling over they're not bothered about what other people think they're just allowing themselves to be the beginner and just getting on with it and i think as adults we can take a lot from this child mentality where we can stumble we can fall and we just get back on our bikes we shrug it off and it's you know it's not a big deal. Often as adults, we put, you know, making mistakes, we see them as these really awful things. Oh, you know, I'm going to get laughed at, or people are going to judge me, or, you know, we're so caught up on, you know, stepping out into the world already being perfect, that we actually cut ourselves off from the joy of being the beginner. Okay, so embrace, you know, that beginner's mentality a bit more and allow yourself to be a little bit more playful in what you are doing. So let's take, for example, let's say you are the brand new coach. How can you bring more playfulness, more lightness, more humor into the work that you're doing? So maybe it's when you're practicing with, you know, your practice clients, you're allowing yourself to kind of just show up and you're not getting, you know, so hung up about being perfect. You're not getting so caught up on whether or not you're making a mistake. You're just accepting yourself where you are on your journey right now with the skills that you have and you're trusting that that will be enough. And if it's not, if something does go completely wrong, the world is not going to end. So stop seeing mistakes as these things that are so catastrophic and your life is going to end for one tiny hiccup. Because if you come into things with that mentality, you zap away the joy from everything and you definitely lower your vibration. Even when it comes to real paying clients, you know, again, sometimes we feel that pressure of responsibility and burden of, oh, I've got to get a certain result. But when we have that kind of pressure upon us, actually, it causes us to, to show up in perhaps not as a powerful way. When we are more relaxed about the work that we do, when we allow ourselves to just have fun and go with the flow and just take that pressure off and take, you know, the responsibility of getting a certain outcome, take that off our shoulders, you will probably find that the session is way more fun for both you and the client. And actually the transformations that you can create within that session are way more powerful too. Remember that your energy is a magnet, okay? And your energy creates a ripple effect across the people that you come into contact with. So if you come into your session with lightness and fun and joy and humor and, you know, positivity, that's going to create a knock-on effect on your clients as well. So it's going to actually help you to become a better coach. Now, because typically our coaching or our careers or what we're doing with our life 
that doesn't just exist in a vacuum, okay? So if you, let's say you were a coach and you are new to starting a coaching business, that's not the only thing that's going on in your life, right? Okay, it might be taking priority at the moment, but you have other things that happen in your day-to-day life as well. And we have to remember that how we show up in other areas of our life can directly impact how we show up as a coach as well. So going back to this concept of being the beginner and having fun, are you having fun in other areas of your life? Are you having a more sort of relaxed approach to the way that you do things? Or do you beat yourself up for everything? You know, let's say, for example, maybe it's, um, I don't know, let's say it's you're, you're making a meal, you're cooking something for dinner, and you're telling yourself, well, that's not good enough, or that could have been better. You know, being so harsh with yourself, if you're kind of like that in other areas of your life, it's going to then be very, very difficult to be compassionate with yourself in, let's say, for example, your coaching. So remember, how you show up in any area of your life is how you show up in one specific area of your life. It's always going to be the same, okay? So make sure you're conscious of um, you know, how you're showing up and, again, approaching life with that sense of fun. Do you allow yourself to try new things in other areas of your life? Or do you always just do what you've always done? Remember, our ability to get out of our comfort zone and be okay with that is like a muscle that we can strengthen. So the more you are getting out of your comfort zone across all areas of your life, the easier it's going to be, let's say when it comes to your coaching business, to do things that you're perhaps afraid of, you know, to take on those paying clients, to put yourself out there, to get visible, to share your story. All of those things become so much easier if getting out of your something comfort zone is just something that you do regularly. That's why something like having a cold shower first thing in the morning, you know, blasting the shower so it's the coldest it can be for 30 seconds, a minute. If you do that first thing in the morning, every single day, one of the first things you do is getting out of your comfort zone. You're doing something that is uncomfortable. You are building up that resilience. You are strengthening your ability to get out of your comfort zone, okay? You're saying yes to the things that you perhaps don't necessarily automatically want to do, okay? So little things like that can really, really help. Now, let's also think about the narrative you may be using when it comes to where you are at right now. I'm not the expert yet. I'm only just starting out. I don't have any experience. People are going to think that I'm, you know, the newbie to this. You know, there's so much responsibility. What if I don't get results? The narrative that you are telling yourself right now is going to be reflective in the narrative of your life. Okay, so whatever you're focusing on is what you're going to be creating more of. So if you're focusing on where you're at right now from that place of lack, from that place of not enoughness, that is what you're going to see within your business, within the people that you connect with. Okay, so how people see you is a reflection of how you see yourself. So if you're seeing yourself as not the expert, not good enough, only just beginning, not able to get results yet, that's what other people are going to see in you as well. So how can you start telling yourself a better story and creating a better story for the results that you then see? When those voices start to creep in of not enoughness, how can you stop them in your tracks? A very simple, powerful way here is just by vocalizing those affirmations of who you want to be versus who you are right now. 
So as soon as you hear yourself say, I'm not good enough yet, stand up, (laughs) right? Put your shoulders back, put your head up, hands on your hips and say out loud, I'm the expert coach. I'm amazing at what I do. I'm absolutely owning it within my coaching niche. Say those things out loud. It doesn't matter if you don't fully believe it right now, because over time you will, okay? The worst thing you can do is just sit there and allow those negative thoughts to spiral. Negative thoughts are normal. They are going to come up. The danger is when you allow them to take over and you dwell on those thoughts, okay? So have a ritual that, you know, you can recognize the the negative voice, the recognizer, I'm not there yet, I'm not good enough. And you have a way of being able to respond to it, okay? So affirmations are really, really great. What else can you do? Maybe it's just taking a couple of minutes to imagine yourself as that super successful, super influential coach or whatever it is you're wanting to become. Somebody who already is the expert. Can you tap into that within your mind's eye vividly? Okay, so taking a couple of minutes just to really live in a scenario where you are that expert. So I found what really worked for me was for some reason, if I, when I was at the beginning of my journey and I thought of me as the expert, I always kind of saw myself standing on stage, which is funny because now that's kind of not really where my, my coaching journey's gone. It's not sort of, at the moment, it's not sort of been something I've been kind of pursuing, but I did it at one point, actually. I did a lot of sort of public speaking, events and things. But in the beginning, that's kind of in my head when I thought of me as the expert. That's who I saw myself as. Standing on stage, delivering a really powerful, you know, TED talk or, you know, really powerful speech where everybody in the room was captivated, where they were smiling, where after the the talk, they'd come up to me and thank me for my wisdom and You know, that's kind of how I sort of saw myself as that expert coach. What is the event or scenario that you kind of resonate with when you think of you as the expert? So maybe it is, you know, being on stage. Maybe it's you having a book launch for your book, right? And everybody comes and you are signing your book. Maybe you are connecting with somebody else within the industry that's super influential. So maybe you're being interviewed on, you know, a really influential podcast. Maybe you see your article or your face in a magazine. Like, what is that thing for you that signals the epitome of expertise within your, within your industry? Okay, and focus on that sort of scenario. But the idea is, is that whenever those thoughts do creep in, you've got something to switch to to distract yourself away from what's going on right now and where you're at right now and project yourself into that future version of you, okay? And that's how we get ourselves energetically into alignment with who we're becoming versus who we are right now. When it comes to your business, like how are you talking about your business? You know, if somebody says to you, how's your business going? Do you say, oh, well, you know, I'm just starting out and, you know, I've not really got clients yet. And, you know, focusing on where you feel like you are lacking or do you talk about all of the amazing things that you're doing? And and this is the thing, again, it's focusing on things from that place of abundance rather than from that place of lack. 
oh my goodness, my business is doing incredibly well. You know, I've attracted so many more people into my audience this week. I have been putting out some amazing content that people have really been resonating with. I'm starting to build up this tribe of people who absolutely love what I do. You know, people are starting to connect with me online. I am starting to feel more confident within myself. I'm getting amazing results within my coaching sessions. You know, maybe they're practice sessions. It doesn't matter. Focusing on where you are already delivering excellence. Okay, so again, focusing on things from that place of abundance. When we think about our lack of experience when starting something new, something that I like to remind our students is that actually, as you step into this industry, you are, yes, you're learning a lot of new skills, but you're also bringing with you a lot of experiences, qualities, personality traits that are really going to support you in your new path. So indeed, actually, whilst it may feel like you are the newbie, this is something that you've perhaps been preparing for for a very, very long time. A lot of the skills that are required as a coach are actually things that people have perhaps been building on or perhaps have innately within them already. And so thinking of yourself as already coming into this role as already the expert, you've already been, you know, in perhaps a coaching role previously, even if you've not been getting paid for it. Okay, so a lot of think about your sort of personality traits, maybe it's your intuition, maybe it's your ability to listen to others. You know, maybe it's your self compassion, your sorry, your compassion for others. You know, what is it about you that before you stepped into this industry, made you feel that I would be great for this. Start focusing on all of the things that you have already within you rather than the things that you lack. It's also helpful to adopt a growth mindset as well. So a growth mindset is kind of recognizing where you are at right now, but rather than seeing that as a limitation, kind of focusing on how things are getting better and better and better. So rather than kind of thinking, oh, well, I'm just the newbie coach right now, it's like every single day is an opportunity for me to learn and get better. Every single day, I'm becoming more confident. It's so exciting to be progressing on this journey. It's so exciting to see myself blossom and grow. It's so exciting to learn new things and to gradually develop my skills. Again, so just changing how you are talking about your current situation, seeing things in a more positive way. Now, I definitely couldn't have created an episode about being the newbie without talking a little bit about comparison, because often the voice of not enoughness screams the loudest when we are comparing our journey to somebody else's. So making the mistake of comparing your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 10 is fatal (laughs) because you're always looking at yourself from I'm there, I'm here, they're there and they're so far removed from where I am. Can I ever get there? Or why would anybody ever hire me when there's so many other coaches out there that are hugely successful, that have all of this experience? Why would somebody ever hire me? Start paying attention when as to when that comparison starts to kick in. Okay? Now, There's two sides of approaching this when it comes to comparison. So some are all in favor of, 
owning your triggers, okay? So rather than just cutting yourself off from the noise, really facing up to what is going on for you in that moment. Okay, so if you are, let's say you're on social media and somebody triggers you, somebody makes you feel not good enough because you're looking at where they are and thinking, wow, they're already, you know, crushing it and it makes you feel bad about where you are. Some people are huge advocates for really kind of stopping that in that moment and owning what's coming up for you. For me personally, I actually just found staying in my own lane and just cutting myself off from the noise completely was actually a better solution. I actually found that, and to be honest, it's very much still a mentality I adopt now. I don't really consume any social media whatsoever unless it is hugely intentional. Unless I am going onto social media and I'm looking for a certain thing. So maybe it's a somebody I want to collaborate with or maybe somebody suggested, oh, I, I read this person's content and they've got a good like article or a book that I, you know, I might like. If I'm going on social media and I'm scrolling, I am looking for something and I'm very intentional about what I am looking for. It is not an aimless thing. Because for me, I found that aimless scrolling on social media just didn't serve me because it was so easy. If you're, if you're scrolling, what is your brain doing? It's not really doing anything, right? Your brain is just wondering, okay? If you're not intentionally coming onto social media with a goal, you are allowing your brain to just wonder. And I've spoken about this many times on the podcast, negative brain bias. When we just allow ourselves to wander aimlessly, chances are we're going to end up somewhere we don't want to be, thinking about things we don't necessarily want to think about, i.e. I am not good enough. This person is better than me. So for me, I found just being super, super intentional about how I put myself on social media and um, you know what I'm doing on that platform really, really helped. It just cut myself off from the noise and it just meant there was no opportunities for me to compare, okay? And so, you know, if I am not kind of aimlessly scrolling, I'm not seeing what other people are doing, I have just got more energy to just focus on my own thing. And I found for me that really, really helped. But as I mentioned, other people are more sort of advocates for rather than just cutting yourself off from the noise, from to um, actually owning up to your triggers, which there's definitely going to be times when you are going to need this because sometimes that comparison trap is unavoidable. So maybe you do have to be on social media for a certain reason and something pops up that you just didn't want to see or maybe you're at an event and you meet somebody or maybe one of your friends starts talking about somebody else that's doing something amazing and that opportunity, or not opportunity, but that um, point of comparison comes up when you start feeling like you're judging yourself against somebody else. That When that can't be avoided, we need to have a way to be able to deal with that in the moment and actually face up to our triggers. And something that's really interesting is the things that we often... Um, not when we're jealous of somebody else, but when we see sort of a difference between who we are and who somebody else is, it's often because what they are doing and what they've created is, it's often what we are meant to be doing as well. The fact that there is a, an emotional response there, it's because where they are right now is where we are meant to be. It's where we are destined to be. Let's just think about this for a second. Let's say you've got no interest whatsoever in, you know, in running. <laughs> Let's say you've just, just not, in, not in your radar. Don't care about running. You're not a runner. 
don't really care about it. And then you bump into somebody who is an amazing runner. They've run marathons, ultra marathons. They're super successful at it. It doesn't bother you. They're better at you in, in, at running, yet that, you know, that doesn't affect you at all. Why is that? Because you are not meant to be a runner. That is not your path. That is not your destiny. That is not your purpose, okay? So there is no sort of emotional connection there. But let's compare that when what somebody else is hugely successful in is something that you are meant to be doing as well. You have that emotional response. So you almost want to see that emotional response as a good thing, okay? It's a sign that you are on the right path. You're doing what you're meant to do because you are bothered that there are people out there. There's something within you that, you know, is triggered when you see somebody out there being successful. What they are creating is what you are destined to create as well. It doesn't matter that you're not there yet. You are perhaps just on the beginning of your path. But everything that they are doing is available to you as well. Put yourself in their shoes where they were perhaps five years ago, 10 years ago. And just think for a second that they were probably experiencing all of the same things that you are experiencing right now. That feeling of being the beginner. Okay? Those feelings aren't going to last forever. Okay? And to be honest, they're always going to creep in every now and again. Do you think the person that's been running their business for 10 years never has that feeling of doubt, never has that feeling of not good enough? They're going to creep in because it's a part of being human. It's something that we have to learn to live with. Okay, as long as it's not derailing us, it is going to come up. We're not robots. We're meant to feel things. We're meant to be responding to what's going on around us. For somebody that's been in for business for 10 years, they're probably comparing themselves to somebody that's been in business for 30 years. Okay, you know, there's always going to be somebody who has more success than you, more money than you. Okay, so we can't really avoid that. But it's just making sure that we have ways to respond to it in the moment that aren't going to keep us playing small, okay? We don't need to play small because we feel like other people out there are playing big and succeeding at it, okay? So when you do find yourself comparing yourself and you're kind of beating yourself up for doing that, again, change the narrative. It's a good thing that I'm feeling triggered in this way because it means that I'm on the right path. You know, even though I've got these feelings of I'm not good enough, I'm not there yet, this is a really, really good sign from the universe that I'm doing what I meant I meant to do. Okay, and I have to remind myself in this moment that it's okay to kind of have these feelings and it's okay that there's other people out there that are better than me or doing more than me or have more experience than me. I'm on my own path and I trust that every single day I'm getting better and I have absolutely got it within me to be where they are right now. To that other successful coach that I'm seeing online, I have everything within me right now to get to where they are. Because I wouldn't have been on this path, I wouldn't have been on this path if it wasn't meant for me. If I didn't have these feelings that I'm feeling right now, it would mean that this path wasn't meant for me. So be thankful that I'm being triggered. Be thankful that I am being shown what is possible. Allow yourself to see other people's success as evidence of what is possible for me as well, okay? You can absolutely do this. 
Remember to always try and bring the narrative back to what you have versus what you lack. So it's fine if you find yourself comparing, but don't allow yourself to get carried away with those negative thoughts. Bring it back to what you have. Bring it back to focusing on you and where you're at from that place of abundance. I can get there as well because I have all of these qualities. I can achieve that kind of success too because I am X, Y, and Z. I am committed. I am, you know, I am committed to improving every day. And I know that this is what I'm meant to be doing. Remind yourself of all the reasons why this is going to work out rather than focusing on, you know, where you're at right now and again from that place of lack. So I could probably go on and on and on and on on this subject, but hopefully that's given you some thoughts, food for thought rather, and some guidance to get you started. But um, the other question actually that was sent across along with this question was about what my life looks like now versus, you know, when I first started out as a coach and what my daily routines look like. I'm glad this question came up because it's something I, I'm hoping it's going to kick my butt into gear to start doing video again um, because I really wanted to start um, doing more video on, uh, on YouTube this year and um, one of the things that I wanted to do is an updated routine video where I go into my daily routine and my rituals and what that looks like. Life was a bit of, a little bit chaotic um, last year, so 2021. Um, Getting any sort of routine in place was very, very challenging, Um, not just because of having two children. There was lots of other stuff going on in my life as well, but um, I've definitely got more into my swing again more recently. And yeah, I thought it'd be really, really useful to share how I show up as a mother, as a business owner, as a coach, and kind of the routines that really help support me in fulfilling all of those roles. So I want to do a a video on that. And um, as soon as I do, I will let you guys know, but keep your questions coming. I love, love, love getting your messages on Instagram. Honestly, it's so, so nice to to hear from you ladies that reach out and um, yeah, share how much you're enjoying this podcast. So yeah, means the world to me. So keep on saying hello. You can find me at Danny underscore Watson underscore coaching. Come and say hi there on Instagram. Um, Yeah, I will catch you next week, ladies. Lots of love. Wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to weartheclick.com and click free course in the menu.